0: Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. How much food do you waste in your house? If food loss and waste were a country, it would be the third largest greenhouse gas-emitting country in the world, apparently. How many times do you throw out unused meat, milk or bread? Kira Leahy from the Irish Farmer's Journal has been writing about this and she joins me on the line now. Good morning to you, Kira. Morning, Joe. How are you? Good. So, make it simple for me, Kira. It's not just about what we throw out, is it? No,
1: it's really not, Joe. Like, I mean, in the article, I give the example of a 12-pack of sausages, uh that many of us might buy, you know, for the weekend. And you might be there on a Saturday and use six and then, you know, go out on a walk on Sunday morning, forget about the rest of it. And then you're there on a Wednesday going... We never ate those sausages and you end up throwing sausages in the bin and you think, well, look, we ate half of them. We ate, you know, it's, it's just a few sausages. But the thing is, it, it's not just a few sausages. And I think when we change our thinking in terms of that, we'll, you know, it, it can help food waste because, as I said, it's not just the sausages. It's the land that goes... It's all the resources that are used to produce this food, like the water, the land, the energy, the labour, the capital, everything that, all the energy, all the effort that goes into making those options goes to waste when we don't eat them.
0: Part of it too is that more and more we love big portions, don't we? And sometimes our eyes are bigger than our stomachs.
1: Absolutely. And you know, in the in the article we I, I talk about, you know, what we as consumers can do in order to, you know, individually uh, help in terms of food waste. And one of the things is watching our portions because you know for your yourself, Jonah, if you made a curry and you had a bit left over, you might put it in the fridge or you might freeze it, you know, if there's some left over in the pot. But if somebody has curry left over on their plate, you're not going to really refreeze that you know, you're gonna throw that in the bin. That's going to waste. But you know, So if we keep our portion sizes realistic and, you know, give a realistic regular size portion. I mean, if people are hungry, they can always go back to the pot and get more. Um, But you're not overloading that plate and then throwing it in the bin.
0: Indeed. Um, Now, this week, we were marking a special day, International Day of Awareness of Food Loss and Waste. And I suppose as a massive food exporter ourselves, we're very aware of the importance, even to our economy, of getting food right.
1: Absolutely. And um, and you know what? It's funny, there's getting food right, and so, and there's getting food wrong and being comfortable with that. Because one of the things is, um, that I was reading about when I was researching this is that the WWF Driven to Waste campaign in the UK, it's calling for transparency when it comes to food waste. And as part of the campaign, the UK farmers said that were surveyed said that about 25% of their carrots are wasted due to cosmetic rejection, i.e. they don't look perfect. And six in 10 farmers said that they overproduce because there's pressure to always meet buyers' orders or risk losing contrast. So look, there is a bigger issue here in terms of supermarkets and retailers need to, I guess, um, be more flexible in terms of the, the vegetables that they're taking in. But we as consumers need to be a bit more accepting of the wonky carrots. The wonky carrots may not look perfect, but they probably taste perfect. And instead of being, them being thrown away just because they don't don't look what we can cons- but what we think is the perfect carrot, that is food waste that
0: we really need to get on top of. Yeah, That's a really good point because yesterday there were two bananas at home. There was a, mm. a banana with the outside that looked like it was overripe and there was a banana that looked just right. And it was a big struggle for me. But eventually I said, right, I'll try the overripe one and see yeah. how I get on. And when I opened it, it was actually fine. You yeah. know, it wasn't a problem to... Uh, to eat it, but it was amazing how my mind had been conditioned over the years. Absolutely, and look, it, look,
1: you're not alone, Joe, like we're all the same, like we all
0: have to kind of challenge ourselves
1: a bit more to kind of go, look, you know, the half avocado that I opened two days ago might look a bit black on top, but you know, if you take off the skim of it, it's perfect underneath so it's really looking, you know, it's it, it, I, I guess opening our minds a bit more to what is actually, you know, good still safe, healthy food to consume.
0: Right, we're chatting to Kira Leahy from the Irish Farmer's Journal about food waste and the impact on uh, the environment especially, but not just that. So is it conditioning? Is it pure laziness? Is it a combination?
1: It's both, right? So it is conditioning, as we talked about, in terms of changing our mindset, in terms of, you know, it, it being more open to the wonky carrots. But another thing is... You're a bit it, obsessed it, it, about the
0: wonky carrots I there. I am a bit obsessed, <laughs> We <laughs> obviously have a problem with a wonky carriage yourself. <laughs> no, I think look, we really need to be better about that. But, look,
1: again, it, it is actually about, you know changing our minds or changing our behaviour you know planning is a huge thing um, and George, so you're going to think I'm a complete nerd now right but three quarters of Irish consumers actually do make a shopping list but you know we're challenging consumers to ask right? but how detailed is that shopping list are you just writing a list with the regulars just you know to have a list in your hand when you're going shopping or can you really dig down into that more and one of the things that I actually started doing which I think is not only helpful for food waste but also for my pocket is actually right making a grid of the meals that we plan to have for the week. So writing down, you know, the thick... Dinners that we're going to have, and just buying the ingredients for those meals. Not buying carrots just for the sake of having carrots in the in the fridge, but really, you know, buying them because you know what I plan to use them in the Sunday roast. It actually started, something I started doing in lockdown because I didn't want to be going to the supermarket as much, and I didn't want to have to run out because I forgot something. But once I kind of got into the habit of it, now I do it every week, and it's really, really good in terms uh, both for like. Not throwing out food, but also in terms of my pocket, I'm only buying what I need for those um, for those dinners.
0: Um, sorry, go on. Yeah, yeah, what I'm really interested about as well is, you know, probably the tendency most of us have at home is to point the finger at maybe restaurants, uh, you know, mm-hmm. and, and suggest, oh, well, it must be them. They must be yeah. the problem here. It can't be little old me at home. It's it's
1: everybody, and in fact, I would argue that restaurants are actually trying to innovate and push this a, a bit more because again, it comes down to their business model of you know of making a profit, and the more food that's thrown out, the more it, it, it's affecting their 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 you know their their profit. So they're act, I've seen over the years working, you know, talking to restaurants, talking to chefs, food waste is really becoming on their agenda because they want to be more sustainable, but because of, of the, for their, for their business as well. And if we change our mindset to, to, to be like that as well, Right, okay, our food waste, but it's actually helping our household's budget. I mean, it's all going to be beneficial. But yeah, look, restaurants and hotels and everything, they have a lot to do. But we as consumers have a lot to do. It really comes down to this whole thing on climate change. It's very easy to point the finger at everybody else and, you know, what, what, what this industry is doing and what that industry is doing. But in the end of the day, it all comes down to our own individual, you know, what we can do on a daily basis as well. It all adds up.
0: Do you like a good scone? I love a good scone. Yeah. Who doesn't? Well, there you go. Now, this is the thing I've noticed. Do you ever remember small scones? Because certainly now, when you go into a restaurant or a coffee shop and you order a scone, they're huge. They're massive,
1: aren't Absolutely. they? Absolutely. Absolutely massive. In fact, you only really see the small scones now on afternoon tea menus, you know, because yes. there's so much... Yeah. Such a great
0: point, yeah.
1: Yeah, but like, I'd love to be seeing that they're they're handing out two small scones, you know, instead of one big massive one. And but another thing about scones um, is if you buy them at home, they actually freeze great. They actually freeze great. So if you end up buying three scones and any, uh, only end up using two, pop it in the freezer, especially when it's fresh and then you can have it next week. Again, you know, uh, and you one, one of the
0: ways that, you know, when we're out and about now that we've started to save a few quid and maybe the food waste thing comes into it as well, is that when we order desserts or scones or buns, um, we generally just order one and yeah. have it between two or maybe even three of us because Absolutely. they are ridiculously large.
1: Portion sizes are so big at the moment. Like it really, that is something that needs to come down and that probably is an area that restaurants um, are, are looking at. Um because it, it is, it is absolutely, um, it is something I was uh, I said that they need to focus on.
0: Okay, well, listen, well done, thank you so much. The very, very interesting points you've made there certainly hit home with me. I suggest that Sorry about th- going on about the wonky carrot. So I much. Would, listen, <laughs> each to their own. Nothing wrong with liking a wonky <laughs> carrot or not. Thanks, Kira. Take care. Oh, bye cheers, bye. cheers. That's Kira Lee there from the Irish Farmers Journal. Limerick today with Joe Nash on live ninety-five.